0: What's up everybody, welcome to another B&B podcast, Minus the B today. I'm your host, one of host BJ.
1: I'm the other one, this is Mike.
0: And we're going to bring you B&M Financial today.
1: No, I'm yep. <laughs>
0: uh, Our little
1: side podcast that we got going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, get your money right. Money. Yep, right. yep. Get your money right. Uh, I believe Brian's at a graduation tonight, so. Yep. So it's just me and Mr. Mike today, and uh, I'm gonna bring you some entertainment. Yes, a lot of entertainment. But um, speaking of Brian saying he's going to graduation tonight, um, I've been to three <laughs> in the last week, and um, these things are long, man. They're not. They're not like they used to be. Nah, these things are long, man. I'm just like all this chit-chatting. I I went to one of my. I think it was one of my nieces, and they had, like, 38 valedictorians. Whoa. I was like, why? <laughs> why are they picking 38 valedictorians? I mean, only, I think, three of them spoke, but oh, okay. what's the point of, I thought it was, like, what, one? Usually, I remember back in my day, it was one.
1: Got to make all these kids feel special. I guess so. Huh? Got to have that uh, participation award. Uh
0: no, suck it up. You you don't get no trophy. Get better. <laughs> then maybe you'll get one.
1: Right? Work harder. Practice. Yeah. but I remember I crying over not getting that type of stuff, man. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I want a trophy. <laughs> right? Just because I came in last place. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, you know what? I still have a participation award from, like, elementary days. Nice. Yeah, I think I do. It was, like, for... Something at school, like track and field. Okay. Some kind of event thing we're having at the elementary school. Yeah, it says uh, participation for track and field. But it's not like a first place or second place. or Just I participated.
1: Thank you for showing up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank you for showing. Yeah. But um, this episode, we're going to get into some ramen noodle beef. Yep, yep. Since, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely since that uh, uh, Pusha T in... Uh, Drizzy. Yeah, totally.
0: Drizzy dri- Drake, your favorite rapper.
1: Oh, yeah, Drake who? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Drake. Yeah, definitely in light of that, I thought we'd do a little episode on all the old beefs and everything. But what do you think about that one that's going on right now, though?
0: Um. Well... This, this beef has actually been going on for some years now. So it, this isn't exactly
1: new. No.
0: Um, if you remember that song, Mr. Me Too by the Clips okay. back in the day. Well, that was the shots at Lil Wayne and Baby. Oh. This is before Drake was even on the label. Okay. So he was What is th- that label's name? Uh, What, Cash Money?
1: Is that what it is? is, it, is okay. Okay. Yeah, Cash Money. So Drake
0: money. is under Cash Money. Drake is under Young Money, which is Lil Wayne. Okay, yeah, I, I remember Young Money now. Lil Wayne okay. had his own, and he was signing Drake and Nicki Minaj and Gutter Gutter, <laughs> so those, those are sorry ass rappers he had on that. Um, but yeah, he was he was taking shots at that Baby, and uh, Lil Wayne called Mr. Me too. I guess they thought it was actually Pharrell was in it too, and he was rapping stuff. I believe they're thinking Baby and Lil Wayne are kind of jocking their style. So uh, that's why the song was called Mr. Me Too. So it all started there. So when Drake got on the label, and I don't know how he got involved with it. but um, He got sucked up in it. He got sucked up in it. And there's a song called Exodus about, well, I think, three, four years ago that he went at Lil Wayne again in them, which was a pretty dope diss track, though. I like the beat. He went at him kinda. Of, not as hard as he did on this recent one, but he, he threw some subliminals, you know, at him. But um I don't remember Drake saying anything about him in a in a song. Oh yeah. There's a song on Drake's album, I think two years ago. Uh he says something. And um Push it I guess Push it had to respond. So that's why he made infrared.
1: Okay. On his album,
0: you know, took little shots at him and
1: and stuff like that. I didn't think infrared was too Nah, it was it was so so. It was it was orchestrated, but like I think a lot of the things that he was saying was like poignant though towards of like about Drake, you know. Yeah. Nah. You nah. know, I think the biggest thing about Drake right now is that ghostwriter. You know, we even though I know it's kinda like a silly thing that he did and it was mostly just like a like a featured track, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well um, he just he just helped pretty much he helped it's like anything. When it comes to rap, you you can get help on a hook. Like somebody can write the hook and you can sing the hook. That's fine.
1: Yeah. But if somebody's writing your verses, in mm-hmm. oh, hip hop, nah. And that's in and, and it wasn't even only the verses, right? It was almost even the way he was um his cadence.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I mean, if it's just, if it's just a cadence, that's fine because Royce Da 59 said that. Puffy wanted him the, Or somebody wanted him to rap. He had a cadence he wanted him to rap like.
1: And I kind of understand it, depending on yeah. the flow, depending on how everybody else is rapping, you know?
0: hmm He didn't say say these lyrics, but he's just, like, kind of uses cadence, but use your own lyrics, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's fine, you know? So Drake's been getting shitted on ever since Meek Mill added him out about having a ghost rider and all that other stuff. Yeah. So...
1: Well, that's kind of rough for a lyricist like that, you know, to, to come out and I don't know get get told that you're you have Ghost Riders, you know. I can care less about some of these other guys like you know Puff Daddy and some Fabulous, yeah. and those guys like that, you know. Yeah. That do stuff. I can care less, but like somebody that's like up there, you know, it's just kind of a little scary. But I kind of I don't know. Well, you can't be considered the best rapper out. I
0: mean, you might be the best entertainer out right now. Drake, but, you think? Well, I mean. He has hits, he yeah. Hits constantly, but he can't. He's not gonna be considered the you know top five MC of all time if he got people writing your stuff. Nah, no. Which That's he a, does write for other people though.
1: No, and he does write well too. Yeah. You know? Like I don't think he's having everybody write his stuff and do all that. I think you know maybe he got lazy or whatever. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as, what's funny? Pusha and him are beefing, but on Kanye's new album. Drake wrote the hook on one of Kanye's songs. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why Kanye was kind of, not Kanye, but Drake was kind of like, this guy's throwing shots now. Like, dog, I'm helping out your your boss. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But he hasn't came back with anything, though. Not since that one
0: after Infrared.
1: Yeah, and then then when he, um, when Drake came back, what did you think about that?
0: Oh, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I can't. I can't lie. Drake brought it, but like everybody, you see all the comments. Damn, his Ghostwriters acted fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang, that's messed up.
0: But I don't. I don't know. I think he wrote this one. I think but, so too. Uh, yeah, but like the thing, pretty much in this, in this, and and Drake's diss, pretty much he's saying that Pusha T keeps lying about his his drug life back in the day. Like mm-hmm. he's talking about you weren't selling crack with um, Escobar in the '80s or something like that. He said
1: because his he was what was he saying about his brother cuz his brother's legitimate right like they
0: Yeah, malice, yeah. Yeah. He says I heard I got the line right here. He says That's hard, man. Yeah, he says your brother said it. It was your cousin then him then you so you don't rap what you did, you just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed. it's, it's plenty niggas that do what you do. There's no malice in your heart. You're a approachable dude. Now yeah, that was like, that line right there. Yeah. Was like,
1: because he's like dissing him <laughs> yeah. and then he's also just saying like you ain't got no malice in your heart and then he's like you're an approachable guy like he's like even like complimenting him while he's like still digging at him oh man that yeah
0: well if, if you see that line his brother's name is malice, malice. so you yeah. have no malice in your heart you were push i was like Ooh. i was like damn drake <laughs> but i was like this is push T. this ain't meek mill yeah. I was like, Pusha's going to come at you. But I didn't know he was going to come at him like he
1: did. See, I think what pissed him off a lot is when he brought up his his, his fiance. Yeah. Once he uh, said that, I think it was over. Like, it just seemed like Pusha was like, cool, that's the way we're going to go. Let's put the ghost riding aside. Let's uh-huh. put the drug dealing aside. And then he just went, <laughs> damn. But,
0: but with the line, though, that Drake used, mm-hmm. is it really that bad? I told you keep playing with my name, and I let it ring on you, like Virginia Williams. I just really? think it was just—I
1: think it's just the fact that that he even just brought her up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the fact that he even like that—that that her name spoke out. I understand what you're saying because it wasn't even like a diss. He didn't even really come at her that hard, you know? Yeah, but it seemed like he took that real personal. Nah, big time. I guess
0: you know if you love your fiance that much, and you don't—you <laughs> don't want her in your rap beef. Yep. That. Yeah yeah but the line on push it Ts though I mean you probably know the one that everybody's like that's a little bit over over too yeah harsh.
1: about the uh about his boy yeah yeah that was rough that that was and who's that that's the guy that makes Drake's beats
0: yeah 40s his homeboy who makes a lot of um Drake's beats and he's he has um ms right
1: yeah multiple
0: sclerosis, yeah so he's been doing that for for a minute and Drake's been helping him out you know so yeah. Of stay course. healthy. But um I like Forty. Forty 40, he makes good beats, you know. Okay. Most of them for Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but um he makes good he can he makes good beats. I like some of his beats. I mean he has he I I guess that Pusha just was pissed. He was like, Fuck, I'm throwing everybody, your mama, your daddy talking about your kid that you ain't claiming, your Dallas. sick friend. I don't give a damn. This is about everybody.
1: His wife, what, what is she like a porn star or something that he was saying?
0: No, the girl that he knocked up was a porn star. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, supposedly, he was trying to keep that on the hush-hush and I don't, I don't know if he, I guess he has some kind of relationship with the baby but he don't, he ain't came out and said, yeah, this is my kid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He kind of been keeping on the low but um, yeah, like he says, Adonis is your son, and he, just, and he deserves more than Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world.
1: Oh, yeah, that <laughs> shit is hard. And he said, what did he say? Stop <laughs> playing Border Patrol or something? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I guess uh, Drake is leaving Nike. Okay. And he's going to go to Adidas. So he was going to have a line named after his son and Pusha just outed it out like right there like so now you're gonna announce your son just cause you're selling sneakers or whatever now you couldn't just he said that's kinda if so you selling it. a t-shirt yeah he's been on interviews Pusha after this whole thing and he's letting it all out like he don't care when people say "Is he think that you've been a little too harsh he's uh he mentioned my fiance's name I don't care I don't see nothing it, it is what it is like he don't care he's not apologizing for anything that's the kind of beef I like
1: yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, cool. it hasn't been like that in a while. Mhm.
0: I can't remember, or maybe Jaru and Fifty. Yeah. Because Fifty he hate. He still hates. He don't like Jaru. Still to this day. Well, they him and his people that associate with try to kill him. Damn. So I understand. I mean, why would you want to be cool with somebody <laughs> and their crew trying to kill you? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know it's over but what I wanted to tell you is Jay Prince who's uh president of the Rap A Lot Records uh who had um what the Ghetto Boys was on there a couple other Houston yeah legend rappers well Jay Prince is the OG and supposedly he's kind of a kingpin he got connections you know you don't really mess with Jay Prince alright so Jay Prince has been you know Associated with Drake ever since he came out, you know, kind of showed him the music business and, you know, been his mentor and stuff like that. So. Jay Prince came out on interviews and was like, um, I, Kanye texted me or contacted him, said he wanted to end this beef because Kanye doesn't want this beef going on. I mean, you know, Kanye, I think Kanye likes Drake. Yeah, They worked together. Well, they worked on his new album. So, mm-hmm. of course, but. Um, but Jay Prince, you know, told Drake just don't respond. You know, just let it go, let it be, because he said it. Pusha was too disrespectful, which in rap beef, uh, I'm 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 sorry, Drake Drake mentioned names first, even though it wasn't as harsh as Pusha. But you put people's fiance's names in there, it's, gloves are
1: off. Yeah, I mean beef. I mean, there's no. I, I, there's no rules to the game, no. you know. No, go for their neck, you know. That's come on.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. So you, you remember when? Um, but that was funny because Drake clowned. Um, who did Drake clown? He clowned uh, Kid Cudi for his depression. See, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like eh. <laughs> can't be a hypocrite.
1: Nah, see, I didn't even know Kid Cudi had depression like that. Yeah, I didn't know
0: either until they this came out right here. So I wish he would act more, man. I really liked his
1: acting. Who, Drake? No, Kid Cudi. His acting? Yeah, he did a um, How to Make it in America. I think it's like an HBO special. Oh, i never seen that. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's just like a little part in it, but I kind of mm-hmm. liked him in it. Oh, is he good?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Drake hasn't really done the movie thing, even though he came up as an actor. I didn't know he, that. Yeah, you know, what's that? Sh- uh, he was in that TV show, Degrassi, with some Canadian show he was on there forever. Oh uh, shit. They called him, that's why they call him we're uh, wheelchair, uh, Jimmy, because he got shot, I guess. And then he got, he was in a wheelchair the rest of the series, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I this ain't hip hop. Like how you gonna have a guy tell you don't beef with somebody, but he just, just, just dissed your whole family. Put out your son that you weren't trying to talk about, and then you gotta stay silent.
1: You know what I think it comes down to on that on that thing. Like, I don't know how long Jay Price has been in the game. Mm -hmm. Oh, for 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 the eighties. Okay, so he's been okay, so he's Mm -hmm. been there for a while. So that Mm -hmm. kind of debunks what I was gonna say because a lot of what I was thinking was like um, with with like Easy E and even like uh, Ice Cube when they were going back at it and all that stuff is like I don't think any of them really respected their. Their label, you know what I mean. Anybody mm-hmm. that was putting them out, you know, they were basically just looking at them like a meal ticket, you know. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know if they just didn't care, if they were telling them to calm down, whatever, or mm-hmm. you know, so the beef just went at it and it got bigger and bigger, or it just escalated to shootings and all that type of stuff, you know. So I don't know if now where some of these guys are, some of the old players are also even their their head of their record label or you know been there for a while and they know the whole game, so they're maybe just trying to calm them down or whatnot.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I mean, because back in the day, yeah, it could escalate the gun violence. That's how it was.
1: Yeah. And rat beef.
0: Yeah, Some sometimes. I mean, but it's funny because I was reading this article before we went on, and I guess somebody from Pusha T camp texts Jay Prince, tell them keep Pusha T out, uh, name out your mouth. Ooh. So, so I mean, Jay Prince ain't one to mess with because he has some connections. Mm-hmm. But... But I don't know about Pusha T. You know, he he grew up in Virginia. I mean, Virginia is known as a big a drug area. A lot of drugs being sold. I don't know what kind of people he knows either, but um, I just, I, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to see what Drake respon, response was because Jay Prince said, I heard the response and it would have ended Pusha's T career, which I doubt. <laughs> that's he's his not boy. J- He's not job rule, man. Nah, I mean, that's his boy. Of course, he's going to say he's going to end his career, but. I, now i want to hear it though yeah if, if this disc was going to end push's t career like i really want to hear it like let's see because what... pusha t said he got no dirt on him so like you can find out try to find dirt on me i don't have no dirt so yeah but i don't know but talking about this we gotta go back to like the past craziest beefs you know over time and um you know the one that comes out to me, it was the first one I knew about was LL versus cool Mo D. And that one was, uh, they went at it. Like one, one may, one, one would come out on the album. He had like mm-hmm. two, two disc songs. Then cool. Then another one, they would come out on his album. There'd be some couple of diss songs towards him. Like, uh, mama said, Nakia was a diss song. Yeah. Yeah. going towards cool Mo D and them. I think it was like Kumo cool D and some other rappers. Um, um but the LL was known for that one diss song called Jack the Jack the Ripper yeah yeah that, that was about Komodi that, that's a a famous diss track
1: yeah i way. always like i always liked LL's diss is I mean, even when he was with cannabis when they did that one, two, three um song where i guess cannabis wrote his lyric out and he said something about like i ripped the tap from your arm and then he took LL didn't like the way that he wrote that so then LL went back and rewrote his his verse mm-hmm. and then that's when he came back um, what did he say exactly something about like you can't rip the tap from my arm I don't remember what he said back but
0: he, he said something like that
1: yeah and then that whole beef started from there and you know Oh man, I love that little beef going back and forth with that man. When he said ninety nine percent of your fans wear high heels, high heels. <laughs> exactly. and then even LL came back too. He's like ninety nine percent of your fans don't, don't exist. exist. <laughs> yeah, like, and how many years? How many years old is that? We still remember that stuff. Oh, and then that beat with cannabis with that beat. Second too. round
0: knockout with Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> do, do do eat no. eat, <laughs> eat eat. Oh man, yeah, that's that's probably one of that's one of my favorite diss songs right there. That he just. His deliver this damn that shit was.
1: (laughs) He's definitely an underrated lyricist. He he is one of the best.
0: No, big time.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't. He's never had his mainstream. He's never really you know had had his like his his time in the limelight. But Mm -hmm. he was always just somebody that I thought was always good.
0: Yeah, he went at anybody. You know, he went at Eminem. Yep. You know, him and Eminem had a little little problem and stuff like that. But, yeah, but I mean, sicker.
1: that was the birth of hip hop, you know, that battle rap, you know, that was the yeah. whole thing. I mean, like you've got it right there. KRS won and MC, um, MC Shan, you know, that is like, mm-hmm. to me, the most iconic
0: yeah. um,
1: one for me. The
0: bridge is over. The bridge is over, man. It was like Queensbridge. Just, I, I kind of get it though, where KRS is coming from, because people, I, I don't know, but people say. Rap was originated in Bronx, where KRS is from. And mm-hmm. I guess these rappers are trying to say it originated from Queens. So. Yeah,
1: I've, I've heard a couple of the stories of where it started and stuff like that. And it's, it, I mean, it goes back and forth. I mean, who really knows? Yeah, you know, nobody really knows. Who can really say?
0: It, I mean,. The borough, what they call the five boroughs yeah. in New York, they're all around each other. So I bet everybody was doing it in in like Brooklyn or the Bronx or Harlem. They probably were all rapping at the same time. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter who originated. It's just it happened. You know, it happened. But um, but everybody knows the legendary Tupac versus Biggie beef, though. Yeah, that's
1: uh, you know, baby, baby, <laughs> but, the, but that's one of the best. Um, Dre's diss is man that is hard. I I forgot how good that track was until I went back and listened to it recently. Which one? Um, um, hit me, um, hit him up, hit him up. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's probably the number one diss song ever. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. Cause he. He didn't hold back. I mean, he t- everybody's talking about Pusha T, but hit him up was I think worse.
1: He went after everybody: Mob Deep Puffy, yeah, Junior yeah. Mafia, Little Kim, yeah, Biggie, Nas, Chino XL, Jay Z, everybody.
0: Oh yeah, he yeah,
1: that's right. He spit out Nas too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this complex. Um, they have a, like one through fifty, and they uh-huh. literally have. I don't know if I necessarily believe in this one, but they have takeovers number one with uh, Jay Z going yeah. at Nas. I don't see that. I mean, I love that beat. That yeah. beat is fire, and his mm-hmm. and he's good. That yeah. whole track is good. Yeah, but I mean, even if I'm a Nas fan. I don't. And ether was way harder than that.
0: Well, what happens when when people diss and and you lose? They say you got Ethered, right? Yeah, they say that because of that Nas diss. So Nas got the better diss. I think know? so. Yeah, that I I like Ether better than Takeover. No, but you true, that's true though. Jay Z's Takeover beat was pretty dope though. That, yeah. Yeah, it was better than Ether's beat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But Ether was like... Th- there was something about how when he came out with those gunshots, like, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Was like, pop, 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 pop. Fuck Jay-Z. Yeah. That's Tupac's line, That's too. right, yes. Jay-Z is saying that. Yeah, Tupac. Yeah,
0: Tupac's saying that to Jay-Z, but he just made it, like, slower and deep. Fuck Jay-Z. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but... People said that was a tie, though.
1: I because, can understand that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was dope to have the, some of the two best lyricists at the time go at it like that.
1: Yeah, that, that that is two big heavyweights, you know. Yeah,
0: that's that's never gonna happen again. And and with the Tupac and Biggie thing, Biggie, they say Biggie had some diss tracks on his album towards Tupac, but I really didn't. I didn't really. He didn't do it like Tupac did.
1: No, and there was there was one. That I remember, and I think it might have been in like a after he may have passed away. I think it was like in a mix. I mean, I don't, it wasn't a mix tape then, but uh-huh. there was something I remember getting and I remember listening to, and I, and it was pretty hard. I wasn't used to Biggie being like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to try to find that track.
0: Yeah, well, because Biggie didn't really want to beef with Tupac, he, he didn't know why Tupac was mad at him like that. Like, he mm-hmm. said he had nothing to do with the shooting, but you know. Tupac did what he did, and then escalated it, and um, but then I, I can't lie, Tupac made some damn good music <laughs> coming after that. Like he was just <laughs>
1: you,
0: you couldn't you couldn't stop laughing. Like it was like damn, it's full fuck. Yeah, he didn't care, man. He did not care. Yeah, he didn't care at all. But but now there's some there's some forgotten ones. Like my my honestly, my number one favorite diss track is. Um, um, by DJ Quick, Dollars and Cents.
1: Okay. It was off the... Don't make Dollars. Yeah. Don't make sense, yeah. It's
0: off the Safe and Sound and the Murder Was a Case soundtrack album. Okay. So, um,
1: Who's he going after there? Is uh, that when he goes after M- Sugar? It,
0: no, MC8. Uh, okay. Yeah, and that's just... He, his. <laughs> DJ Quick is so clever. He is. He's so clever. He
1: just he, reminds me of like... That uncle that just has all the one-liners, Mm-hmm. you know that that old <laughs> uncle that that guy he drinks and he's just so cool.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But when he when he <laughs> MCA spells his name is A E I H T. He's all he's all E I H T. Oh, should I continue? Yeah, you left out the G because the G ain't in you. I was like, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like that line right there was just like fuck. <laughs> But that whole song, man, yeah, that's that's my favorite diss track of all time.
1: Mine's yeah. corrupt. Oh, calling um, out names. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's. Um, I I used to bump that. That whole album, for one thing, is great. But yeah. but uh, calling out names, man. Mm-hmm. The only X I know is Exhibit or RBX Extraordinary. Oh Yeah,
0: hey, but but before the song started though, when he was watching TV, remember oh. him? It was him and his brother. Uh, what was his name? Uh, his brother's a rapper, too. Arasco. Okay. And, you know, they watch, they're, they're flipping channels before they, for the song starts. Uh, and, and then DMS comes along. Fuck you. I'm like, mom. <laughs>
1: God I damn it, mama. You. I smoked the
0: TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was dying on that. <laughs> yeah, they don't make them like they used to, man. Those diss tracks, man. They called your name back then, though.
1: Yeah, they didn't care, man. They
0: didn't care. No subliminal. I don't really like subliminal diss tracks.
1: Nah, get to the point.
0: Yeah, just like if, if you got problems, somebody just say what it is. You know why are you? That sound like you scared. Because some people are not gonna get it, and some people will. Mm-hmm. Like like real hip hop has to be like, mm, I think I know what that line's for. I that's for somebody. Yeah. Some people just don't don't even see it. You know, they don't even
1: hear it when they listen to it. No, nah, like if if you want to say that, like I listen like Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. lost one never oh, yeah. knew it never <laughs> knew it was even against Wyclef yeah my whole until like till just a couple um uh, a couple days before this episode i was listening to youtube videos and they said that and i was just like blew my mind now i gotta go, now i had to go back and listen to it and actually hear all what she's got to say about it i thought it was just about an x-man or something no
0: nah, i guess there was um some problems with her and the, food the money used. right I think the money, maybe some other stuff. I mean, she didn't go out Proz, the other member. Mm-hmm. She she just went after Wyclef. So, Because Clef pretty much was like the leader yeah. of the Fugees, you can say. You know, he did a lot of the producing and other stuff. So, yeah. But that, yeah. Lauren, <laughs> I wish she was like she was back in the day, though. Yeah. She was so dope. Super dope. It's
1: a yeah. shame they don't last all the time, man.
0: Yeah, super dope though, but, um, and I mean the one that people thought was a diss recently was J Cole talking about all the little the young rappers today. Yeah, and they thought it was a diss, but it was more like a, 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 a teacher lesson to mm-hmm. the youngins. And did you watch? Did you watch that interview he did with that one rapper?
1: No, no, the guy that he's actually talking about, uh, little, Z- I don't know his I don't know. name. I don't know. One yeah, but he did like a whole. I I, did, I seen it on YouTube, but I didn't watch it because it was like fifty minutes. You know. Yeah, I
0: didn't watch it. either. I was like, I was like, eh, that guy's he's seventeen. Years. He's not even black. <laughs> he's yeah. like Mexican. That's why, so. yeah. <laughs> so I don't. know. He's probably don't really gonna listen. What seventeen year old kid's gonna be listening right now?
1: Mm-mm. No. Like just collecting a paycheck. Yeah. So
0: he'll he'll get it once he gets older.
1: Yeah, and and you know what, and. And that is is what will show a a true artist, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you make that transition, you know, when you can go from just being a kid and being stupid and then maturing into something that, like, just a different music, you know, and then everybody matures with you, you know, those kids that were, like, he even says that in his album, you know, he's like, if you just keep on rapping about this stuff, when they move on, they're not going to be listening to you and you're going to be left behind, you know? No,
0: that's true. That's true. It's kind of like Eminem. You know how Eminem was very vulgar and the shit that he said when he first came out.
1: Oh yeah, exactly.
0: Now he don't really.
1: He don't rap like that.
0: He don't get like that now. He's older now, you know. He can't be dissing Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Britney Spears anymore.
1: <laughs> so, you know, when you see him at Starbucks, you gotta look him in the eye, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can I get a latte? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, man.
0: Um, i love rap beef uh, it, it, it kind of makes hip-hop interesting you know you seeing what what's the other rapper gonna say about that rapper
1: you yeah. know and and that's what the whole thing's about you know it's like everybody's trying to one- up each other and you know and i don't even care if they really even have beef i'd almost yeah. love it if they if two two iconic ones like 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 Jay-Z and and Nas when they were doing it. I know that was an actual beef, but if like two guys like that right now today just looked at each other and like, "Look, let's just go friendly. Like it's it's nothing, you know, but let's just go at each other, you know? Let's just let's just do what we do. Let's two best people in the craft, you know, just go at it and have a good time and sell some records, you know?" I, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe a lot of them do that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe this stuff is all smoke and mirrors, but yeah.
0: That's what I think about the Jay-Z and Nas one. I think they did it on purpose yeah yeah because they're real cool friends now they're like super cool
1: yeah so you know yeah. but that's like that's what I mean like hey let's we're all trying to one up we're all this is you know dog eat dog world you know
0: Mm-hmm. you know what I'd like to see though right now hmm. Kendrick versus J. Cole yeah I think that would be pretty dope wow yeah, that would be Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs>
0: That'd be pretty dope right there. They, I mean, they're very cool friends, but like if they started beefing, whoo-
1: it could happen. It could happen in a second. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. I
0: can't I couldn't think of anybody else that's like
1: the only other the only other people I could think of when you said that kind of popped in my head was like maybe ASAP Racky and um Joey Badass maybe. But I think I think Joey would murder him. Joey would get him. Yeah, I mean, I love ASAP, but mm-hmm. he's not like that. Nah, you know, I've been—I was listening to
0: his album uh, today, and I listened to his new one. Yeah, I, I really not—I'm
1: not feeling it. No, I was waiting for it too, man. I was hungry. I wanted to, you know, that first album. Yeah, it was dope. A lot of his albums were great. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes when these guys get too too settled, you know, they do not they that hunger like goes, goes. away. You know.
0: Yeah, it it does. I don't know, but yeah, I'm not really feeling the the album too much though. Um,
1: but Pusha's Pusha's album, I like that whole thing, man.
0: Oh, Daytona.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He. Kanye. Yeah, I don't. I haven't listened to that one yet.
0: No, his production. Okay. Yeah. On Daytona, I was like, shit. Well, that's what you were
1: saying, right? It's like seven. That's his new thing, right? Seven.
0: He, I I guess it was something. Some kind of thing that Kanye wanted to do because he's, he's producing five albums. He's He produced Pusha's, mm-hmm. his, some group called Kids. I don't know. So Maybe some new thing he Is has. Cool Kids. Good, cool something, Kids. Something. And then it's uh, Tiana Taylor, the chick. Uh, and then it's Nas. Okay. Which I'm waiting for this Nas one because if, if he gave Pusha those kind of beats... And and then you put give him some beats like that for nods. I'm like, okay, it's about to be a rap. Like Ooh. not like because I just don't get it with Kanye. Like you can make those crazy beats and those good sounds for Pusha Bone. Your album is just see. I haven't even listened to it yet. It's garbage
1: though. Ah, uh, you know. I heard he goes crazy or something. when like screaming or something. Somebody was telling me something.
0: Well, you you remember the whole TMZ thing when he said that black people chose slavery oh yeah so he said after that tmz thing he scratched his album what he already made and re and, and did it over or redid it mm-hmm. so i was listening these people here are the album review out um there's people i listen on youtube it's called dead end hip-hop uh dead mm-hmm. end hip-hop play like four guys and they review out rap albums that come out okay you know they give them like a couple weeks for the album to come out so they can give it some time to listen, and then they do a review on it. And one of the guys said that it seemed like these were throwaway songs, like they weren't like because usually Kanye like very detailed about his albums and how they sound. It seemed like these ones sound like they were rushed or they just put it together so fast and threw it out there. And it's it's unlike Kanye. So and I I didn't want to listen to it because I already knew it was gonna be hot garbage. Mm-hmm. But he, he, I listened to it. And I was like, ugh. like I don't know where, he, where he's trying to go musically. Like I'm tired of people saying he's a musical genius. I'm sorry, he's not.
1: No, Kendrick is. Kendrick's a musical genius. No, Kendrick,
0: I, yeah, he, yeah, he's. I mean, producer wise. Yeah. Kanye, yes, he made some great music in the past, but he's been putting out, in my opinion. Uh, he could, somebody else might love Kanye, but he's. Ever since his mom passed away, he's been putting out hot garbage, you know. He's, it, not, I, he's I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think it's got to do with that, like, he, he comes out and he, he has that backpacker. You know, he has that backpacker, mm-hmm. hip hop. And I don't even know, like, everybody's like, oh, that's great, it's greatest, you know. And then after a while, it's like, it's, it's, not, it's not, you can't just keep doing that because it's like everybody, now everybody's doing that, you know. And yeah. then he can't reinvent himself, you mm-hmm. know. Can do it any any anyway well. You know, it's like um it's like even now, like well what's that music that comes out? You know, like Mumble Rap comes out and it's the biggest thing now, you know. But in in another two years, Mumble Rap's not gonna be anything, it's gonna be this new thing, and this guy's gonna be the genius guy for a little while. But it's like you've gotta turn that around, you know, you gotta show, you gotta keep like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I think Kendrick had a great follow up album, you know.
0: Uh to Pimp of Butterfly. Yeah. It was different. Yes. But- it it was i don't think it was made for it's made you know, for him it was made for him it wasn't made for the younger kids they wouldn't they wouldn't understand it but as real hip hop fans i under, i like that out yeah yeah some pe- a lot of people don't like that they think that's his worst album uh uh-huh. which and well if i grade it yes he has 3 albums yes i would put that one last but i like the album though the his direction mm-hmm. his his musical sounds that he Use in his, you know, experiment. Yeah, jazz stuff. He he experimented in a good way. Kanye experimented in like, what the hell is this <laughs> mm-hmm. way? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, you have no pattern of what kind of sound. He's just all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, Kanye's Kanye. Yeah. You know, I mean, is that what's his album cover? It, I don't even... Something like It's a um, It's a It's an awesome day Or something Something <laughs> Something, something bi- um, I hate being bi- Something bipolar or Whatever the hell is damn name His stupid album okay. is Yeah I don't know But I'm over Kanye I, I If I don't hear no music From him ever again I'll be fine <laughs> That's how I, <laughs> That's how I feel You're like Fuck Kanye No it's funny. No.
1: So Tell me about these black. Tell me about the Black Dot though Oh his album.
0: Shit Black Dot uh Black Thought of the Roots and the Jimmy Kimmel show. <laughs> 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 Not Jimmy Kimmel but Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um Black Thought from the Roots been one of my favorite rappers um lyrically for a long time. Um you know him and the Roots are iconic, but he's never really he's never done a solo project. And people always wonder like why does he ever do a solo project? So this is, was like um a small sample it wasn't like a real big uh sample it was like five songs okay and he worked with knife wonder who's a
1: Ooh. you know
0: good producer who um you know produced the uh, little brother the group that he was part of um my favorite song that he produced was uh threats on jay-z's uh black album with um Cedric Entertainer. <laughs> <It was laughs> that <was fun>. fine. <laughs> that's that's my favorite one of my favorite produced songs by Knife Wonder. But it wasn't just Knife Wonder on there. It was he had some other people working with Knife uh, Knife Wonder in production. But Black Thought by himself is ridiculous lyrically. Um, just, I mean, you you have to put him up there top ten. I'm serious. <laughs> you have to like lyrically. He's been. If you really listen to the roots, I got to do that. Oh, I'm telling you, like he's and the real hip hop heads always know that Black Thought's one of those guys you can't sleep on cuz he's that funk master flex freestyle he did like a month ago that ah uh, yeah, man. Yeah. 10 minutes of freestyling and didn't even have to stop to get a breath, just kept going and going and going. I was just like, shit, this guy's a machine.
1: Yeah, he's like King Los to me in that way.
0: Oh, okay. You know, King Los is dope that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah King Los is dope.
1: Like, just to be able to do that even live. I mean, even if we're sitting here talking about Jimmy Fallon, you know. Mm-hmm. He can do those, like, little freestyle things, and he can go, and he's just so... I don't know. I, n- I never knew he was so... Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Charismatic Created? or... Well, yeah, creative too, but he's just, able, yeah, exactly. Like, he's able to do anything. Like, he just sits there and he writes his little things, and then he just goes about, like, the people, you know. Jimmy, Jimmy sets him up, but I've never, I I don't think I've honestly, probably should get my, get something pulled, but I don't think I've ever listened to a Roots album.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you one.
1: Okay. And I'm going to give you two. Okay. Albums or songs, what do you give Albums me? to okay. listen to how ones. many albums they got oh pfft, like okay. over 10 oh this is not <laughs> oh my okay give me some alright here we okay. go tell me alright Get in a pen Illadelf Half-Life oh my god I don't even know how to spell that Illadelf Half-Life just okay. think
0: of Philly take off the P oh, and the okay. H Illadelf cause they're, they're all from Philly yep um, well most of the group is um Illadelf Half-Life and then Things Fall Apart oh. my, fa- my favorite rap My my favorite Roots album um, just cause Dilla had production on there. Ooh. This this was like two thousand, man.
1: I think I might have listened to a little bit of this. Yeah,
0: one you know, it's it's that one song with Erykah Badu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it's on there. But he just that album and him. I mean, he has. There's other guys rapping on the album, but it's It's always been Black Thought as the main singer or not singer, but rapper for the Roots. Okay. Just, so. I mean, sometimes the roots, some of their albums as as they got older, a lot of experimental, just because. But usually their albums are about um, a topic, pretty okay. much. Like um, this, this something like they're very. Uh, we call it. They have a
1: um, like agenda on every yeah, single album, kind of. Yeah,
0: some kind of agenda they're trying to get out there. Uh, either it be about um, gun violence or. Or, or whatnot, whatever they gonna talk about, but I like they're, that. they're pretty conscious on their albums, and but their their sounds is ain't nobody making root sounds like their whole sound is like nothing you never heard of. Yeah, they, I mean they got a lot of musicians. They use live instruments, so it's not like you're on a keyboard and you're just making trap beats and you know eight oh eights boom boom, boom, boom. <laughs> You know, I'm talking about sipping on some scissor, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, there's. The roots? I don't know. I just like Black Thought. He's just dope. I just wish people would give him more praise, though. Okay. Because he's he's a what they call he's a rapper's rapper.
1: Yeah. 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 You always hear that about people, and you know that's always something good when they when somebody calls them that, you know.
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah, Black Thought is, is super dope though. But.
1: Um, yeah. Well, sorry for going heavy on the music, but that's what we, me and B, we are heavy about.
0: Yeah, we gotta love that music, you know. And, uh, I'm sorry we didn't get that Taylor Swift in there you know, mm-hmm. and that stuff. So, you know, maybe next time we'll get that in there. <laughs> maybe we'll have Brian talk about the Taylor Swift since, uh, you know. He
1: he'd just, be knowing about all that. He'd
0: be knowing about that from his little girl, you know. <laughs> 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 nah, but. um,
1: so yeah, we, Golden State and Cleveland. Cleveland, the Yep, Cleveland, man.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. I hate. I'm not a LeBron fan. It's maybe because I grew up a Laker fan and it was all about Kobe. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care too much about what LeBron was doing because I thought Kobe was better. Yeah. Or whatnot. So, I respect LeBron's game. And what he's done, I'm not going to say that he sucks or anything like that. Yeah. But I really don't care for the guy if he wins or not. But I feel bad for him.
1: Yeah. It's like he never get no breaks.
0: I feel bad. It's like... It's like... It, it's a pro playing with some junior high kids, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like, look at the squad, man. Like how, 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 You got Durant, Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond. I'm like, how in the hell is he going to have to compete with those four All Stars? Right. You know. But I give him props to to get this team into the finals. That team, like. He should have been out like in the first round. Honestly, if I'm thinking if I look at that team like, yeah, they got LeBron, but who else do they got? Yeah, Kevin. what else are they doing? Kevin Love is not showing up at all. Like he's supposed to be the second best player and uh, he's horrible.
1: Nowhere but, to be found. Nah.
0: Three three zero There's no way in hell they come back to win four games in a row. Nah. No. Nah. So, I mean, he better
1: eat a lot of Wheaties.
0: Yeah. And all the talk is nobody nobody thinks Cleveland had a chance anyway, so they've been talking about where is he going to go after the season because he's going to be a free agent. Oh, and either he's going to stay in Cleveland. Everybody's been having the Laker talk. Is he going to go to Philly? Could he go to Houston to play with his boy Chris Paul and Harden? I mean, I don't know. I I can't say I wouldn't want him on the Lakers, but I was I wouldn't feel right having him on the Lakers because I didn't really like him like that. Yeah. You know? But if he came and we won, I would have to like him. Of course. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not going to be like, Lakers won a championship. I don't give a fuck. We got LeBron on the team. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, this series is going to be a wrap. I think Golden State's is going to sweep them, win the next game. And then we can start the whole free agency. Where's who going to go who? Who's going to go where? Where's LeBron going? And what not So Yeah man And well, then our boys Are heating up uh, which ones Oh Dodgers Doyers Yes Dodgers Man Matt Kemp I don't know What the hell Happened to you But you've come back And you are balling Out of control With a vengeance Sup- Super balling Out of control Uh Jock Peterson Has been heating up Hitting home runs Like every damn game um, pitching wise uh, Stripling's doing a great job I mean I'm, I'm sorry all you know, people out there who's listening but I'm a Dodger fan and we talk about Dodgers on here so when Brian's here we talk about Angels but he ain't here so we gonna talk about do- we gonna talk about Dodgers <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah they're only a what game and a half back from first place
1: yeah I would I wouldn't even have thought this yeah,
0: I mean that's why that's why I wasn't kind of tripping. I was like, it's a long season. They got a lot of injuries happening, all like pitching wise.
1: Yeah, baseball, There's a, always there's there's a lot of baseball to play. You know, mm-hmm. it's all it's always kind of scary too when that your team comes out like just balling in the beginning. You know. Yeah, and then then they'll
0: suck at the end. You don't want that.
1: And that's <laughs> that's kind of our stigma. That's how we've been. Mm-hmm. I, so, mean, uh, I don't want to talk about Game Seven or anything. Uh, but... No, no. And I still can't we still can't even go see a game, no Laura's still broken hearted about game seven going to game seven
0: <laughs> I know. she's she
1: just told me like just told her a couple days ago I'm like, I oh, wish should go to a game she's like i I can't I'm still mad damn <laughs> does she need therapy dog right? I think she might, man I think she might. I don't think the Dodger dog will help out we'll get doctor Phil on the phone though we'll get we'll hook it up maybe, maybe those oh. micheladas might might have to persuade oh,
0: her hell, hey i got like I, I don't know what was it I don't know what episode it was. A couple podcasts back. Yep. I mentioned the food they got there now. I was like, dance? I bet I bet it cost like 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Ball games. But I want to go. I haven't been to a Dodger game in Dodger Stadium. I, I went to the – when they played Dodgers – played at Angel Stadium, I went. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I got to definitely go Dodger game this year. Yeah. Definitely. We just, we just have to do what um, – they used to do to Mr. T and the A team,
1: just uh, you
0: know, tranquilize her, you know, throw her in the back of the car and, and, and you know, get her get her to the game, though.
1: Yeah, just we'll get her in the seat, put a <laughs> yeah. beer in her lap, she'll be happy, she won't mm-hmm. care.
0: She'll wake up like, Where the hell am I? And she'll hear the cheering and she will be like, oh, you're at Dodger Stadium <laughs>
1: And everything will be forgotten.
0: Yeah, but everything will be cool. Yeah, but long season, they'll be all right. Doyers will make a hopefully they make a run, everybody'll come back healthy. So Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I haven't been watching much TV lately. No. I, yeah, I don't know why. You, you know, me. I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm the same way recently. A yeah. Lot. I watch a lot of YouTube. and It's just random stuff. There's some sh- channels I subscribe to, but mm-hmm. it's like random. I watch all random videos, just or whatever. I'm the same way. So, but something I did watch on Netflix that you told me to watch. Mm-hmm. Because I watched the newest one was was um, Ali Wong's uh, first special on Netflix Baby, uh, Baby Cobra Yep And that
1: <laughs> This girl is hilarious, man She Yeah, she's hilarious I, I don't know where she came from I know she writes for
0: She had a show on a Fresh
1: uh, Off the Boat Fresh Off the Boat, yeah Yeah, I
0: think that show's still around And she also stars in This is America Or something like that It's a TV show Something like that oh i didn't know that yeah and i had to i went on well, i was already on youtube so i looked it up and and saw her um a couple scenes from the show and i was like oh, okay i mean she's nothing like her stand-up yeah but you can tell she's, she's a pretty good actor or
1: oh, okay. actress
0: yeah she's she's dope but baby cobra <laughs>
1: yeah yeah laura laura was dying my sister loved that yeah yeah i mean for um you know, for a woman to and then for a woman to be a comedian and then to say just even just womenly things about women going on and I'm still busting up laughing. Yeah. Like that's yeah, she she I don't know. There's something about her that she knows how to write. Oh,
0: big time. Big yeah, time. I, I was dying on like all of her stuff. Yeah. And she's she's very raunchy. She don't hold back. Like she'll just no. say some stuff. She'll say some stuff and I'm thinking to myself, damn, did she just say that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: What did she say? Like, everybody got HBV or something like that? Yeah, HPV. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. When she says, uh, I got married, she said, now my husband has HPV or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. I gave it to him. But I was dying when she was talking about, I trapped him. You know, he has a Harvard
1: business law. Yeah. That whole thing right there. And then plus for you, because you watched the second one first.
0: Yeah, I watched the second one first, so I had to... Watch the first one to kind of understand the second, but but the second one still was dope too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, this first one, man, I was just like, this girl is, and you can tell she has influences from you know her Asian background, but like you can tell she has some like some black um uh, um um influences because some of the ref- some of the references that she she throws in. Yeah, about hip hop and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, like that second one, who does
1: she? Who does she come out to? W- like Wu Tang, right? Yeah, it yeah. was Wu
0: Tang. I was like, what? Asian woman coming out to Wu Tang? I don't know. No, no. Well, Asians do love Wu Tang.
1: People yeah. like Japan. That
0: is stuff. true. You know, but no, nah, she's funny as hell. She's probably one of my. Yeah, this is probably the best women stand up I've
1: ever seen. These, yeah, these two. I, I, yeah. I can't
0: picture I don't know anybody else. Any other woman stand up who's been better than these two.
1: And both of them like solid. Like two 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 of her specials were good. Like I think, yeah, she's a, she's definitely a for a newer comedians definitely up there for me.
0: Yeah. Most definitely.
1: But uh what you been watching, man? Um, I've been watching this show called Barry. Um Barry, huh? It's a comedian that um is like in a serious role. He normally is always like plays a fool in his in his T V shows. I don't i I'm horrible with names, so I don't know his name. <laughs> but you. he's um he's a hitman mm-hmm. and he kind of lost in his life he doesn't know what to do and he goes they, they move him to LA to to put a hit on somebody and he has to follow this guy to put a hit on him and he goes to an improv class and yeah. so he has to go in the improv class to kind of get close to the guy to understand him you know to to, to kill him mm mm-hmm. mhm and he starts taking a liking of the uh the class, you know, cuz he's kind of lost. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't really want to be a hitman, but he's good at it. He used to be ex-military and it's just kind of like stupid funny and um I'm only into like episode 2, but I I really I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. No, okay. That's on HBO. That's a really good one, Barry. Yeah. That one, and then same with HBO, is one called Generation Kill. And this is always in my staple. I always end up going back to it. It's probably, this is my third time viewing it again. Mm-hmm. And it's just a one series thing, and it's about these, um, about some troops that are in um, Baghdad. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't really get a lot of action, but it's just that camaraderie between the two and the joking. And, you know, they're probably around our age at that time, you know? Yeah. And it's just a lot of things that they're talking about. I had buddies like that. I had friends like that. And just all the relationship kind of kind of, kind of, of reminds me of just growing up in high school around a bunch of guys, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just something I go back to and watch a lot. I like that one.
0: Okay. So it kind of takes place with the, um, the last war we had? Yeah. So, uh, back in 2000?
1: Mm-hmm. But they just they they're never like really in the deep of it, you know. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like it, kind of misses them, or they kind of fall into a little bit. You know, it's not really like a full war movie, like action wise. It's mostly about the relationships between the people. It's really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. You know what's funny? <laughs> you get cable and you have all these channels, but you never watch them. Like I have yeah. HBO and show. I never watch them. I need to. There's probably some dope stuff on there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. That a lot of my sister always tells me to watch some stuff on HBO.
0: Yeah, I got you. I go on the the on demand.
1: Mhm. I am once I get done with this, I'll probably go back to The Wire. I I, oh, haven't, yeah? I haven't gone back and did it. Um so I'm looking forward to doing that, so.
0: Did you watch the whole series though before? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, um, okay.
1: This is one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> there's not there I put it, that one and of course I'm a sci-fi geek, so it's got to be um Firefly. Oh, okay, I never. Yeah, that's just yeah. a one one season thing. Same thing with this Generation Kill, but it's mm-hmm. one of the best sci fi there is. Josh Whedon is a brilliant genius. Mm-hmm.
0: Firefly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a movie. Remember the movie called Serenity? Mm-hmm. Maybe in the Nah, yeah. I'm not Brian. I will
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be knowing those movies and stuff like that. Nah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Yeah, I will not be knowing though. But um yeah man uh I got some picks for the week. What you got? I got um priceline.com. <laughs> um that's insurance, yeah. right? Uh, nah, what, nah, no no no, no insurance stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Uh and William Shatner's not coming out right now. Start talking about priceline. Damn. <laughs> but I've been I got to I got a birthday coming up in July. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking for some place to go on my vacation when I'm on during my birthday, and so I went. I've been going on Priceline looking at a place like Vegas and see what's going on in Vegas or maybe back to San Diego or something like that. And Priceline got some great deals, great deals on hotels. Right, that's good to know. You know they got like if you want a five star hotel like. They'll have to pick it for you. But as long as you know, a five star hotel and they you know have you're going to be good. A good price, you know you're going to be good wherever it's at because it's a five star hotel. But it's better to do it that way than just look at a five star hotel and just book it that way because the, the price will be higher. So okay. they got a lot of special deals, just discounts. Like if you're traveling, you know, Priceline. I mean, they got PricelineHotels.com, uh, Travelocity, all those other ones. But I like Priceline, they have great great deals when it comes to booking hotels you know you know if even if you're booking a hotel to get away from the wife for a couple weeks or um, um, you just want to go be single and do some crazy shit or a family trip or whatever so Priceline check it out yeah Priceline.com, check it out
1: mine's got to be ring um ring is you know if you're at your house you can have a doorbell and you can have a regular doorbell but this one you can press it and it actually has a camera to it mm. so you can talk to people through there so if you're not at home or you don't want to talk to nobody you can just be talk to them like a salesman salesman comes to the door and you're like yeah what's up what you want you want solar nah i got I can talk to my cousin <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's nice especially for laura you know if she's here alone mm-hmm. you know she could just talk to them tell them to go away and then um so we originally just bought that that's what they had the doorbell now they've got like security cameras that have like spotlights and you could do the same thing talk through them if there's some like if there's an intruder you can like make it sound an alarm and it'll like sound an alarm a high-pitched alarm so hopefully they'll run away and then now they're getting into the um, security game where it's even the windows, you know, like if some if your window opens up and it'll set off the alarm. So they're kind of putting all of it together. So and they're really good. They're real reasonable, you know. It's like ninety bucks for the whole year, and you could have unlimited devices.
0: Oh damn!
1: Yeah. So you know, I spend like forty bucks just on my alarm system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like. Easily pays for itself. Now, I haven't canceled my alarm system yet, but whenever we were to move to a new place, I would definitely put Ring throughout everywhere. I put it in my office, too, so I love it.
0: Oh, sure. That's cool. Yeah. no, nah, that's cool. You, you know. Yeah, Big Shaq. Big Shaq. <laughs> yeah, we can dig it. But uh, Shaq endorses Ring. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Big time. Yeah, he's a big time endorser Ring, and I and I think he invested some money in a percentage of the company. Yeah, he, d- yeah, because he only, he only invests in companies that he, like, uh, if he likes the product. See, that's cool. If he's something he doesn't like, he's not just, he's not going to get paid just to endorse it. If he doesn't like it, he's not going to do it. Yeah. That's how he is. But, yeah, he talks about Ring all the time. I see, like, when I'm going scrolling through Instagram, I, I follow Shaq, and he might have something about Ring. He has the Ring t-shirt on, and he's somewhere. Nice. So, yeah, Shaq, lo- Shaq loves the Ring.
1: Yeah, I guess they put it like in a place in L.A., like a city that had like really bad crime rate. And they like ring donated them uh-huh. to a, a bunch of the people in that city. Yeah. And um, the crime rate went down.
0: Oh, shoot. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And they have this thing where with us, where like in our neighborhood, we can join like this neighborhood watch. So like people are like, oh, there's a dog outside or oh, this mysterious guy's knock on the door. So if you know that guy comes around to your door, you're like, hey, what the hell's going on? You know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that way. Oh, that's cool
0: yeah I'm gonna get that man, somebody might try to steal my Bentley I better get that ring gotta got put that outside man yeah man put them on chrome <laughs> <laughs> who's that Master Ace Uh, which one uh, and the bounce all, bounce away easy it on chrome uh, uh, oh man Ah, um, oh, that song man that was a classic I don't know why I haven't to... I can't think oh well We'll talk about next, we'll talk about it next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll remember by then. Um but yeah, that's gonna be it for what is this, episode eight hundred? Oh, 13. okay, my bad. <laughs> Minus seven hundred and eighty three. <laughs> Minus seven hundred and eighty three. Uh yeah, it's gonna be it for this podcast and um hopefully we'll have um Mr Brian back next time. And, yep, like, yep. So we I guess we can talk about angel stuff when he comes
1: back and movies and movies and know all the names of everything yes
0: and all the actors and actresses all that stuff Yep. yeah so I will see you guys next time thank you for listening peace out subscribe to B&B Podcast on iTunes to listen comment and review and you can also listen on YouTube and Podbean.com follow us on Twitter and Instagram at B&B Podcast 3 and also on our Facebook fan page where you can vote on
1: polls and stay up to date on future podcast episodes.